Then Boaz said to Ruth, Now listen, my daughter, do not go to glean in another field or leave this one, but keep close to my young women. Let your eyes be on the field that they are reaping and go after them. Have I not charged the young men not to touch you? And when you are thirsty, go to the vessels and drink what the young men have drawn. Then she fell on her face, bowing to the ground, and said to them, Why have I found favor in your eyes, that you should take notice of me, since I am a foreigner? But Boaz answered her, All that you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband has been fully told to me, and how you left your father and mother and your native land and came to a people that that you did not know before. The Lord repay you for what you have done, and a full reward be given to you by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Then she said, I have found favor in your eyes, my Lord, for you have comforted me and spoken kindly to your servant, though I am not one of your servants. Lord, thank you for all that you've been doing in us, in this place, and through us. Come and speak to us now through your word, in Christ's name, amen. Great to have everyone here. Children, it's great to have you with us once again. It reminds us of the glory days of the pandemic when there was no children's church and we heard you throughout. It was just great to have you. Um, I've got some questions for you. So let's, for the show of hands, <coughs> pardon me, who went on a trip recently? Yeah, raise the hands. Where, just shout out where you've been. Canada, Maryland. Galveston, North Carolina, Waco, Colorado, Pacific Northwest, bless you. It's something, isn't it? We always, when we travel, yes, Shepard, where did you go? Del Rio, that sounds like a wonderful place. Uh, My U.S. geography is not very good. Uh, but I won't quiz you on Canadian geography. You don't quiz me on American geography. How's that? Um, we travel for reasons, don't we? I presume most it was to, uh, for vacation, to see family, uh, all, kinds of, all kinds of reasons. Um, and in the scriptures, we find a common theme when God moves his people, like he's moving us today. People travel and move for reasons, but the agenda that God always has in these movements at any time of his people is that they might be blessed. Whenever he marks, calls people to move who are marked by his name, he wants them to receive what's been promised. But more importantly, throughout the whole journey, he wants them to realize that he's with them and that when they get to where they're going, and as they move to that direction, that he is with them every step of the way. Isn't that encouraging? The other thing that we could be really encouraged by is that Jesus makes it very clear throughout his life and ministry and throughout the scriptures that before we have hit a problem, he has already started to put together the solution. And so we come to Ruth. And the main character, who's the main character in Ruth? Children? Yeah, I hear Ruth. That's good. You might think that. Ruth does feature prominently. She's probably, you know, best supporting actor. 
The main character in Ruth is God. He may not be always the front on the front uh, of the stage, but he is, his fingerprints are throughout it all. And there are three things I'd like to share with you briefly that God points out to us, uh, th- three things we should take with us, I think God is calling us to take with us as we travel. Now, our distance, we're not going to the Pacific Northwest today. I think it's a quarter of a mile. I walked it earlier today as, I, uh, as we did a prayer walk from the new place to here. It took me 15 minutes. I wasn't really trying to break a sweat Uh, So I'm sure that some of us could run it in five, but there we are. Uh, But I think there are three things as we move, just up the road, or is it down the road? That way, yeah, that we glean from Ruth. And here's the first thing. The least, the least is often the most important. The least is often the most important. Ruth comes to a country, has no status. She's not one of God's people. She has come from a culture where they worshiped all the gods. She doesn't dress the same way. She is not considered to be amongst the chosen. And yet, she is the least. She has the least amount of standing. And what do we find out? Is that she is included as one of Jesus' ancestors to show the world that Jesus came to save all. He came to save everyone. Those who are in and those who are out, those who are faithful and those who are just discovering the faith, those who haven't even heard of God yet. So it's interesting, isn't it? It was important to God that we recognize the value of the least and throughout the city, people who are considered the least are everywhere. And so we're to be mindful as we go through our days, as we go to school, as we go to work, as we, whatever we do during our working, the working hours of the day, that in God's eyes, it isn't necessarily the popular who are super important, though they do have value, but even the least are significant. That's the first thing. Second thing. Character. Everything sits on character. Let me read to you from our passage. Because what we found out is that Ruth, you heard from Chris last week. I know, children, I'm catching you up. But Ruth has moved with her mother-in-law, Naomi, out of love and out of loyalty. She's made some hard decisions, decisions that would be costly And the story has spread about her love. And we see here that character outweighs gifting, and character, godly character, leads to favor. What is favor? Favor is when people treat you better than you deserve. Who's been to Andy's? Frozen? Yeah. Who's ordered? Who's ever ordered a vanilla cone? And you get like the cup of mud bath, whatever it's called, that has 6,000 calories but tastes amazing. Anyone have that experience? Or you order one pizza and instead you get two? No one? Tom, that's happening. I think I was there. 
you know, when people just treat us better than we ought to be treated, that's favor. And what we see in Ruth is that she, all of a sudden, though she is insignificant in the eyes of anyone who's any standing, because of her character, she is favored in the eyes of people who shouldn't treat her this way. So Boaz, I think they called him Bo, that was his nickname, says, let your eyes be on the field that they're reaping and go after them. I have, charged, have I not charged the young men not to touch you? And when you're thirsty, go to the vessels and drink what the young men have, um, have drawn. Then she fell on her face, bowing to the ground, said to him, why have I found favor in your eyes? Skipping head, he says, all that you've done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband has been told to me. Everything has come out that she's done. Isn't that encouraging? So character is more important than gifting, but so often today, gifting is so compelling because we can be dazzled and impressed by it. But character outweighs gifting, and character leads to favor. So doing things, I know it's the hardest thing. I find it hard. Children, I don't know if you find this hard to do something the moment you've been asked instead of delaying. But you know, those acts of obedience build up over time and change us to be more like Jesus. Here's the third one. Some of you heard that we had to self-isolate for COVID because we had got COVID in Canada. And you know what I introduced my boys to? The Flash. And we watched seasons one, I think we're halfway through season three of The Flash, and we've been talking about superpowers. And there's a superpower here. And you know what the greatest superpower is? Humility. Humility is the superpower in Ruth. Humility is the ad- a wise attitude because God sees all and he rewards. Ruth did as she was told and trusted her mother-in-law. She trusted the person older than her, wiser than her, and did as directed. And because of that, things happened that would not have happened otherwise. You see, Ruth and Naomi moved for food, literally, so they could live. And the surprise is that in that moving, they became blessed by God. Now, when I joined the staff here some back, back in March, one of the things that we talked about is that St. Bart's was looking to move to a place where it could worship in the morning. And we found new friends at Redeemer Bible Church who are, are able to make that happen. And so we're moving for that, but the real reason God is moving us is to bless us in new ways. And what does it mean to be blessed? It means that God will pour out his very presence into not only what we're doing and mark what we do with his presence, but he will fill us with the very best he has to offer himself. So those are the three things that God would show us and I think lead us to the new place with. They are the first, the insignificant 
that the least are often incredibly important. Number two, character outweighs gifting and leads to favor. And number three, humility is a superpower. Let, let me pray. Lord Jesus, would you mark us, you've marked us by your name. And humbly and boldly we pray that you would bless us even now, that we might be people who have eyes to see the least. And even now we pray for refugees here in the city of Dallas, for the poor, for the homeless, for the forgotten. We pray for the lonely. We ask that you would bless them, but also give your church eyes to see them, to meet them, and be a blessing to them. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we pray for leaders across East Dallas, across the city, across the country, and ask that you would give them all that they need to lead with diligence. We pray for our president, Joe, our governor, Greg, and our mayor, Eric. Lord, in your mercy. Father, we pray for Central Lutheran. We thank you for this place. We pray for it as a congregation, as it is in transition. Would you lead them and bless them? Lord, in your mercy. We also pray for Redeemer Bible Church and ask that you would bless them as they become, um, as we share a building together. Lead us and guide us as we make these new friends. Lord, in your mercy. Accept these prayers, Heavenly Father, for the sake of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.